verses 1 and 2. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. David, uh, at this point, when he, he called out and cried out to God, he felt as though God was not close by. He says, I am at the ends of the earth. I cry out to you. So he felt God was far away and wasn't hearing him and wasn't stepping into his situation. But God is there. I mean, we've all felt this way. We've all felt like God has been far away, far removed from us, but he's never far away. It's the lies of the enemy that says he's far away. And so let's pray this morning, whatever condition you're in, if you're like David and feel like the Lord is far away, then cry out and he will hear you. He will hear you. We thank you, Lord, for your word, first of all. We thank you for your word that reveals who you are to us. We thank you for your word that sustains us, that lifts us up, that leads us, that guides us, that shows us and reveals you to us. We thank you, Jesus, for coming for us, for shedding your perfect blood for us, that we can be with you always. You are never far away anymore. You are never at the ends of the earth, but you are with us always, even when we don't feel it, even when we don't see you in our circumstance, you are there. You are ever working on our behalf, and you never, ever give up. Help us, Lord, to see this, to to realize it in our heart, even if we can't see it with our eyeballs, that we know that you are there, that we focus on what Christ has done for us on the cross, that we keep our eyes ever and fervently focused on you, knowing that you are working on our behalf always and forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 And I say welcome to you who are here, Kent and Naomi. Nice to see you. Good to have you here. Yeah, you match the, you match the chairs there. And nice to see you who are online. So whether you're here or there, we're uh, welcoming you this morning. And we have an offering box in the back. We also have an email sign-up. If you want to uh, sign up, we'll uh, stay in touch with you. We've got a prayer meeting here on Tuesday right at that table at 1030. We'd love to have you join us if you can. We love praying together. And if you're not here, we may even pray for you. So if you show up, we'll pray for you for sure. And... <coughs> Can you smell anything? It's a potluck. <laughs> they thought there was something wrong. There's something right. We're having a potluck, and 
I know what this lady brought, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So, let's have a moment of prayer together. Let's uh, include a prayer for our nation. Let's start with Joel and Ann. Yeah. I think probably you know, most of you know what Joel and Ann are going through. They were very much a part of Lydia House for, from the beginning. So we want to remember them. Joel has been in ICU. I don't know if he's out. We haven't heard for the last two days. But uh, his condition was very serious, Joel Volker. So uh, we'll pray for them, and then we'll pray for others. <clears throat> Father, we uh, ask that you would come to the rescue for Joel. Yes. We pray for... Uh, do we breathe in oxygen into his lungs, oh God, so they don't have to be on that oxygen respirator. We, we pray for healing and wholeness. We stand against whatever it is, COVID perhaps. We stand against that in Jesus' name. We pray for healing. We thank you that, that uh, Anne is doing better. We bless Anne today. We bless the whole family, the kids as they seek to care for mom and dad. We pray for that situation that uh, that changes we pray for the Alexes who have been uh, in uh, the island of Crete now they're still there and they'll be there for a little while longer before they come back Chris uh, and Kathy we we bless them we thank you for them we thank you for the vision that you've given to Chris for the ministry house we pray that those things will be finalized and come together in a, a good way Father, we pray for Nate and Bella. Uh, could, you, could you pray for Bella? Because you know the, uh, the exact nature of what, what she's dealing with. So uh, yes. include that. Lord, we just um, bring the Johnstones before your throne of grace, Lord. We lift up little Bella. We rebuke this virus yes. in the name of Jesus from her from her family, from the family of God, from the world, in Jesus' name. We curse this virus to its source and command it to die in yeah. the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You shall not prevail in Jesus' name. You have been defeated by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we thank you, Lord, for this. We thank you, Lord, that even as we speak, health is rising up in her in the name of Jesus. Even as we speak, health is overcoming that family in Jesus' name. And the family of God in the name of Jesus. We pray that health would arise in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We give you the glory and we give you the honor for everything, Lord, that is happening. We love you, Lord, and you know, and we know that you love us. We thank you and we give you glory. Amen. And we prepare our hearts now for worship. We thank you for the privilege of coming together and worshiping in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. And thanks for Blake and Steph. You were the word. 
with the beginning, one with God the Lord Most High. Your hidden glory in creation, now revealed in you are Christ. What a beautiful name it is, what a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. What could separate us now? What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. before you you silence the boast of sin and grave the heavens are roaring the praise of your glory for you are raised to life again you have no rival you have no equal now and forever, God, you reign. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus.
You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. Touching every heart, I worship you, I worship you. You are here, healing every heart, I worship you, I worship you. You are here, turning lives around. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, mending every heart. I worship you, yeah, I worship you. And you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. And 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 that is who you are. That is who you are, and that is who you are, that is who you are, that is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. 
Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. 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 Lord, we thank you that you are king over every circumstance in our life, Jesus. Lord, I pray that we would fix our eyes on you, that we would find you in the midst of whatever we're going through, the joys, the fire, the pain. I pray that we would move towards you and we would listen, Jesus. You are the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path, God. You are the way maker. If anyone else has any prayers that they want to do, feel free. every disease thank you Lord for that blood thank you Lord for that perfect blood that you shed for us that you shed for every one of your people thank you for that blood the blood of Jesus that overcomes surrounding me let it break at your name still call the sea to still the rage in me to still every wave at your name Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus, you silence fear. Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. Breathe, call these bones to live, call these lungs to sing once again. I will praise Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. You silence fear, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. Your name is a light that the shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is a life forever lifted high. Your name cannot be overcome. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear, oh Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, your name, your name is a light that the shadows can't deny, your name cannot be overcome, your name is a light forever lifted high your name cannot be overcome let's sing that again your name is a light that the shadows can't deny your name cannot be overcome your name is a life forever lifted high your name cannot be overcome Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus you silence fear oh Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus Jesus Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear, oh Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus.
apologize, we don't have lyrics for the next one, but most of you probably know it. <laughs> this is the blessing. <laughs> the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Let's sing that again. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. 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 May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening in your coming and your going and you're weeping and rejoicing. He is for you. 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 Amen. Amen. Amen.
favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening in your coming and your going and you're weeping and rejoicing he is for you 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 amen amen Amen. 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 to you because I want you to pray for your husband and pray what he's got. He's had some difficulties and so we want to remember Steve. He came last week on uh, with something around his knee and then something else happened. Uh, yeah, um, he, what happened um, recently was his calf um, muscle was torn. Um, when he jumped out of a car or out of his van when he was working. So he's doing better now. He is walking without the boot much better. But um, yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, he had surgery previous to this where, where in fact where his elbow is here, his bicep, when you go like this, it was rolling, his muscle was rolling up his bone. And um, evidently that's now, it was reattached and now it's not attached evidently again. So, and he's got a real physical job with oh. delivering wood and so on. So. And he didn't stop working when he had this. No, no, and he, he just, 
he would carry all his heavy yeah. stuff with that Which injury. he will with the brace, too. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. we'll join you as you pray. Yeah, Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we praise you and thank you for my husband, Steve, and ask, Father, today that you would remember him. Lord, uh, we ask that... Um, anything that you want to reveal to him right now and your tender mercies and love would um, be established lord as only you can do um, really in any seasons of our lives sometimes we need to be more quiet and so we ask father that today um, you would quiet his spirit and his mind and soul and body and bring relief and bring um, the releasing of your healing. And Lord, the physicians, the nurses that are at the VA that need to be um, with him during this season, Father, that uh, you would provide that, Lord, miraculously. I know he's got an MRI coming up, and we're asking, Lord, for your continued favor, Lord Jesus, uh, as you remedy him in his health. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we have two people who have been with us in the past. We not only we have Ken and Naomi, but we have Mikiko here today. So uh, nice to see you. Family's doing well, we hope. Uh, yeah, you know, my husband's in Ethiopia right now. For He's in Ethiopia. Here, just a minute. I'm going to hand you this, and then you can tell us all, and then we can pray for you. Your husband is... In yes. Yes. Um, I used to get together with a camera for that Japanese Bible study in Roseville, and uh, Sachiko-san gave me information about this service, so I came to check it out. Um, so my husband's in Ethiopia just for 10 days for this mission trip, and... Uh, spoke to him yesterday. It sounds like he's having uh, um, just amazing moment. Yeah. And uh, um, um, then we have our uh, three sons, Samuel, Daniel, Nathaniel, and uh, the youngest one, Nathan, is a little challenging for me right now. That can be mm -hmm. a prayer request. And um, um, everything is going well so far. Okay. Yeah. I. Um, I don't know what's my other prayer request. Um, I'm from a southern part of Japan, and I haven't gone back over three and a half years. And my mother's 86 years old, and I really want to go back to visit. And uh, so that's my prayer request as well, just for me to just fly back, spend a few. I want to go back for, you know, a few days to be with my mother. So Karen, pray for her. Yeah. So, Lord, we pray for Mikiko uh, that she'd be able to go back to Japan and see her mother, take care of her mother. Is she a believer? Uh, uh, no. no. Lord, bring her to see you, to say yes to you, to accept her in, your, in her heart. Lord, bring someone, Mikiko, somebody to, to witness to her. Father, uh, also wisdom for their youngest son, Nathaniel, that you would help them with uh, what their needs are for him and protection for her husband in Ethiopia. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Well, Karen and I are at our in-between house, and one of our neighbors just walked in, Noreen. So that's fun for us. Naomi uh, connects with people uh, out and about, so uh, good for Naomi. Welcome, Noreen. <clears throat> Do you know what a pinch hitter is? Sure do. What's a pinch hitter, Paul? Someone who comes in to replace a starting hitter off the bench. Okay, I'm off the bench. Nate. Yes, he's a baseball player. So Nate should be here, but he is not well, and uh, he's working through some stuff, and so he's home, and he asked me to step in, so I'm pinch hitting. So thank you, Paul. I'll, I'll believe for that home run. And uh, we love the Word of God. And Paul had friends, and he had some people who made things difficult for him in his ministry. And who, who was, one of, which was one of the churches that when he wrote to them, he had to deal with some problems? Do you remember what, who that might be? That's a not easy question. But one of the letters where he was dealing with problems that were there in the church... Anybody want to take a stab at that? Okay, he got it first time, the Corinthians. They were uh, having issues. So right at the beginning of his letter, and you're going to need Bibles. I've got Bibles here. If you don't have a Bible where you are, but uh, get a Bible. Uh Right from the beginning, after he gives the introduction, what, what would be a church that he didn't, he didn't talk about any problems? You remember any letters that just so full of joy? And Philippians. It, you don't hear any problems in the book of Philippians. And he's thankful for them. He, he thanks them that no other church took part in the, give, in, the, in the fellowship. He talks about the koinonia of giving and receiving, except you Philippians. Thank you so much. So he, he had letters that it was a joy to write. This letter was a little harder for him to write. And he uh, finishes the introduction, and then he goes after some of the problems. And, uh, and then, in chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians, he says, Now, concerning the things that you wrote about, so they wrote some things to him, and they asked him questions, and they had concerns. So Paul starts uh, responding to the things that he concerns. So he, they concerned about some issues regarding morality as it related to marriage and the single life. Then chapter 8, now concerning things sacrificed to idols. They had concerns about that. And so he talked about idols, then about worship and uh, Freedom in Christ, chapter 12, look at chapter 12. Now, concerning spiritual gifts. They had questions about spiritual gifts. So, in chapter 12, he's talking about the different gifts of the Spirit. And notice where 1 Corinthians 13 comes. It's actually in the context of spiritual gifts. 
So it doesn't stand alone in the scripture. It follows chapter 12. In chapter 12, he's talking about gifts. And then he says, you know, if I have gifts, but I don't have love, it's a zero. So it's in the context that this beautiful chapter that many know who don't even know the Bible know this chapter. If I speak with the tongues of men or of angels, but have not love, I just make a noise. If I have the gift of prophecy, we're going to talk about that today. If I have the gift of prophecy, and all mysteries and all knowledge, wow! But I don't have love. And then he describes what love is. And then in chapter, look at chapter 14, then he makes the connection. He says, pursue love and. So then he gets back to where he was at when he's talking about spiritual gifts. So I'd like to walk through this, some of it uh, rather quickly, and then I'd like us to exercise the gift of prophecy. I'll, I'll, I'll do some with you, and then uh, we'll just, we'll do some together. So, he, he puts the connection with chapter 13, pursue love and earnestly desire. That is a Greek word, zelao, from which we get the word zealous. Be zealous for spiritual gifts. So it's a good thing to be zealous for gifts. Some people, this part of the Bible is uncomfortable to them because it's talking about tongues and prophecy. But Paul, it's not, he's not uncomfortable with it. He earnestly desired them. And then especially that you may prophesy. So what is prophecy? If we think of prophecy only in terms of the Old Testament, we may have more questions now than we have answers because... In the Old Testament, a lot of the prophecy was judgment and denunciation. You remember reading some of those passages. They're just hard to read. The prophet is coming against people of Israel for backsliding, for rejecting the Lord. And so some of it is very positive. Places in Isaiah are very positive, but other places are not positive. So when he talks about prophecy now in the New Testament, it's different. Because he's going to say some things in here that you wouldn't read in the Old Testament. For instance, you can all, you can all prophesy. Oh, really? For one who speaks in a tongue, so now he's going to, He's going to deal with two different gifts, prophecy and tongues, and compare them and contrast them. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. One who prophesies speaks to men for, then he gives three things. Edification, exhortation, and consolation. Now, in the Old Testament, there is a lot of prophecy that is that, but then there's a lot of prophecy that isn't that. Now he's saying new covenant prophecy is different in that 
It's not just for a few people, but everyone can enter into this gift, and its purpose is always to build up. It's always to encourage. It's always to edify. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Now, I've had lots of conversations, lot, hundreds of conversations with people about the gift of tongues. And uh, I go back, here, here's one place I come back to. Paul, who was the most brilliant, one of the most brilliant theologians ever, said, when you speak in a tongue, you edify yourself. Do you know anybody that needs edification? That was a question. Do you know anybody that needs edification? You do, Paul? You do? Anybody else? Everyone, right? We all need to be built up because life tears us down. The struggles of life, it's not easy. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. Are you, do you agree with me that the life is a little harder? I mean, there are things that I've gone through that I didn't expect to go through. Life is harder. And God, the Bible says, don't be surprised. It's going to be harder than you think it is. Don't be surprised for the fiery trial that's going to come upon you. I was surprised. Because I kind of an easy childhood. Things went well for me. I was surprised. The things that hit me. When I got to seminary, man, I almost felt like it was taking me out. Life is not easy. And then he says, he that speaks in a tongue, I need to be built up. Do you know why I speak in tongues a lot? It's because of this verse. Do I understand what I'm saying? Not usually. But I take it in faith that when I speak in tongues, I build myself up. I love to pray for people to receive the gift, as I did a week ago, a pastor, because... I want them to know that if you have this gift, it will build you up. It's not like a friend of mine said, who long time with what was then called a Campus Crusade of Christ, now called a crew, wonderful, he's an evangelist, outstanding. He said, Paul, all that is is gibberish. I said, read the book. It's not gibberish. It's the real thing. It happened on Pentecost. It was the birthday of the church that that gift came upon people and it's still available. It's not gibberish. It's language. It's a language of men or it's a language of angels. I think I told you about the two times that I spoke and I found out it was a language. Did I share that with you? Did, do you remember that I did that? Uh, once it was with a Loatian pastor and I was speaking his language and he stopped me when I was praying for him. He stopped me and said, you're speaking my language, Paul. And you're telling me that I have healing hands. The next time I went back to that church in Sioux City, Iowa, I looked at him. He was, he was at a distance. He went like this. Because I had prayed that he'd have healing hands. And he knew I was going to ask him. So he went like that before I even saw him. In other words, God was doing something in his life and giving him that. The other time was in Norway when I was... I was uh, doing a conference with pastors, and then I just sat down. All right, I didn't sat down. I was just walking back and forth. I said, you guys talk amongst yourself. You talk to each other. And 
uh, I was just going to like I often do. They all spoke in tongues. The guy came up to the mic from Serbia that I met the day before at the pastor's house, and he said, Paul was speaking my language, and he was telling us to be courageous. And that's what I was speaking about, these pastors, to be courageous. So it was encouragement, because I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't have any idea. But, so we're either speaking of tongues of men or of angels. But one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. So that's a wonderful gift that God gives us so that we can be built up. Then he contrasts that with prophecy. But he who prophesies builds up others. And, and you can have that gift of prophecy because the Bible says you can all prophesy. Grandma, you don't need a beard to prophesy. You know, you picture these Old Testament prophets with long beards, but you can prophesy, right? One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. One who prophesies builds up the church, builds up the people of God. What a wonderful gift that he gives us to build up ourselves. And another gift, even more important, build up church. Now, I wish you all spoke in tongues. But even more that you would prophesy. And greater is the one who prophesies than the one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets. So a tongue with interpretation is kind of like a prophecy. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking in tongues, what do I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation or knowledge or prophecy or teaching? So, moving down, verse 12. So, since you are zealous of spiritual gifts, that was a good thing. Seek to abound for the building up of the church. Therefore, let him who speaks in tongues pray that he may interpret. Then he says in verse 18, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. So he's not denigrating the gift. He speaks in tongues a lot. He is the greatest of all apostles. He says, I speak in tongues. However, in the church, here we are. I desire to speak five words with my mind that I may instruct others rather than 10,000 words in tongues. And then down, look at down at verse 31. For you can, what does it say? For you can all prophesy. So I want to pray for you if that's a desire that you have, that you would prophesy. And I want to uh, do a few, and then I want to uh, pray with you. So when I want to prophesy and I have a person in mind that I want to prophesy over, I'll just think of them. And I'll try to listen. So I did that last night as I was uh, thinking about this. And there were a few people here that I listened for. And I asked God to give me, a, give me whatever he was going to give me. Give me a word or give me a, a picture. And so I 
did that for you and Steve. And as I did for uh, Luann and Steve, I saw four generations. I saw strength. Because you raised three very strong children. You're going to see this carried out with strength to four generations. That you're going to see your children's children and your children's children's children um, because you were faithful with the three he gave you and you made them very strong. So that's, that's an encouraging word, right? It's a building up word. Uh, and you pass that, of course, on to Steve. So uh, I, I see it in Nate, I see it in Matt, I see it in Stephanie. And what you had, you gave away. You didn't keep it for yourself, you gave it away. So uh, how wonderful that you can, you can see the generations touched in, in what they're doing by your children. So any questions about that, what I, what I just did? I, I, I didn't see all that, but I heard it. Paul says in, in Ephesians 1, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you can have eyes in your heart, just like you can have physical eyes, you can have spiritual eyes, so you can see things. Some of you, when you pray, I'll bet some of you see things. Raise your hand if, if you ever see things when you pray. And it, it, yeah, yeah. So that, that can be pretty common. And you can see things not just for yourself, but you can see things for others. Will you show me what you're saying to so-and-so? So I did that. And uh, as I was doing that for uh, Sachiko and Masumi, the words I heard was, God's got your kids. And that was encouraging to me because we had talked about one uh, recently, and so we've been praying for her, and now God says, I've got it. And so that doesn't mean you don't pray, but that means you pray with absolute confidence. God's got your kids. You don't have to worry about your kids. You don't have to wonder if they're going to be okay. God's got them. He, he's, he, he's taking care of that. So, uh, Father, we thank you that, that you've, you've got uh, John and Masumi's kids and Rod and Sachiko's children, and they're, uh, they're with you. They may not even know it yet. Some may not know it yet. Some may still be on the way. But we know where they're going. We know that the, the track that they're on, and you're going to do wonderful things in their life. I bless them. Blake, as I, as I thought about you, right away, Psalm 1, that you are... You are strong, you are immovable, you're healthy, you're like a, a tree. And because of that, 
And because Steph already had, she, she was given that in her family growing up, I don't know much about your marriage, but I suspect that you've got a really good marriage. I suspect you have a really, really good marriage. And not everybody does. You know, some struggle a lot. But I, I suspect that it's really healthy. And it's, it's really strong. And so, if that's the case, you may be called upon at some point in your life to help some people who are struggling. I think the other people who have a strong one is Addison and Alicia. I don't know them well, but if they were here, I was going to tell them that because God said that to me for them, that they know how to do marriage really well. And so when that's the case, then we, we need help because some people don't know how to do marriage. And it, it's, it's hard for them. And so uh, maybe get ready. Karen, you can see things that a lot of people can't. You have eyes, a different kind of eyes, that can see. I've watched that. We haven't talked about I don't know if we've ever talked about it. But um, you can see things that I can't see. And you can see people, things that others can't see. But God has given you spiritual vision. It's called discernment. You have the gift of discernment. You can discern. You can feel it. You can, you can actually see it. That's a gift. Does anyone else have that gift? Raise your hand because you do. Wonderful. You can see things. Do you see it with your physical eye? What do you? What do you, you sense it. And say, can you say any more about it? I mean, it, it, where's, the, where's, the, where's the phone? Where's, where's the... Anything? Problem is that it, 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 the problem is keeping it from being judgmental. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're judging something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you if you do it, if you if the Holy Spirit's doing it for, doing it through you, then it 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 comes off as concern. But if you're doing it in your own power, it comes off as I'm judging that person. Sure. I'm making the call. Sure. What's right and wrong versus the Holy Spirit saying, "This is right. This is not right." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how that, uh, you have something to add to that or subtract from it? I mean, I prayed for uh, discernment right after college when uh, people were asking, what gifts would you like to pray for? That's the one that I thought I would like. So yeah. I've been growing in it. But then the seer gift also is another one. But that's kind of natural if you're an artist. You know, you see things and, uh, but... What do you see? see? Tell me what you see about me. <laughs> like... Like I'm a good husband? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Okay. Amen, yes. <laughs> anyway, the Lord, uh, with the Holy Spirit's help, that's the only way because in, in your natural, in the natural, yes, I, I do as a firstborn become a little judgmental and this is the way things should be and, and you know, this is wrong and... and <laughs> And then you have to, I have to eat humble pie. There's times when I've seen something and I go, that doesn't look right. And I go, well, I'm being judgmental. I mean, my mother was very judgmental. And then, and I go, boy, that doesn't look right, but I'm going to keep quiet because I grew up in that kind of a family and stuff. And then later on, what I th saw was correct. Sure, sure. You know? 
But the trick is trying to figure out what God wants me to do and to keep me from being harsh and judgmental and stuff. So let's pray for Karen. Who wants to pray for Karen and Kent that, that, that'll, that they'll be able to do that? No, I'm serious, honey. We'll pray for you. Can you do that? Lord, we just ask you to increase your gift yes. in them, Lord. Yes. That you would uh, lead them and guide them in, in uh, ferreting out what to do. And I know the first thing is always to pray. Always to look to you yeah. and to pray. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is to ask you, mm -hmm. what should I do about this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, it, you're supposed to do something, and then sometimes you're supposed to pray. And that's the something. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just increase this gift, that, that it would grow, and it would continue to grow. There, there is no stopping in the kingdom. And so, Lord, I just pray that it would continue and that you would continually give them that, that feedback that, yes, pray. Uh, yes, do this. Uh, yes, do that. Or yes, continue to pray. Continue to, to show them step by step as they become more confident and uh, are given more. And, and you will give them more as they step into more. And so we just thank you for the more right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for the increase, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So when I thought of Brent and Audrey, uh, it was out of off the charts. It was it was way beyond uh, colorful, and I don't mean just that she because she's a different color than you are, but colorful meaning Broadway. I mean, uh, I I saw images of. Uh, of, of, a, of a show off the chart, you have the potential for adding life to other people in an exceptional way. Does that does that hit anything in, inside of you that you have a you have the ability to to bring life to bring to bring something to people that they may, may be a surprise to them, but that you you can give you you and Audrey together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I think so. I think that, as you say that, there's a that that uh, resonates mm -hmm. in me. I uh, I'm trying to just I instantly try to think. Well, exactly. Yeah. Over what medium? And I don't uh, know. I have no idea about uh, this. But I I said there's something in you that God's put inside of you that's very exciting for other people to receive from you. Hmm. So I'd like, a, I'd like us to pray for, for that, for you. Are you comfortable with th this so far? Yeah. You yeah. Know? Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I always need prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for Audrey and Brent. We thank you for bringing them together many years ago. We thank you for the plans that you have for them as a couple that will do what few couples could do is bring spontaneity, joy, 
Broadway color, excitement, that people who are bored with their marriage, people who are, uh, are struggling, this out-of-the-box couple can do something for them that really uh, brings them back and gives them hope. I pray that they would be used to bring healing, to bring uh, encouragement where people are discouraged and feeling like giving up and maybe even, oh, they're going to divorce because it's so bad. God, use them to, uh, to give strength and life to other couples. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul and Adriana. Because you haven't asked for it, he's going to give it to you. You're going to find yourself richer, and when I say richer, with finances. He's going to bless you with finances beyond what you've expected. And what you've ex asked for or what you really hoped for, he's just going to do it. And he's going to do it because you manage your life well, you manage your hearts well, and uh, the Bible says give and it shall be given to you. Only what comes back is far greater than what goes out. So he's a debtor to no person. You give and it shall be given, pushed down, shaken together, pouring over. Shall be placed in your lap for the measure you give will be in the measure you get back. And then some, I'd add. How's that sound? That, have, you, have you had any indication that that might be the case? Not really. Okay. Okay. Mm hmm Okay, well, hope I'm around to see it happen. You'll be on the list. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 Laura, is Isaiah here? Yeah, I think so. Hi, Isaiah. Uh, because you two said yes, God says yes, and his yes is a lot bigger than your yes. You said yes, and you settled in, and that, that has never changed. You said a solid yes. His yes is just a huge, huge yes. You said yes to a family. A lot of little people in that family, a lot of assignments, a lot of hardships, a lot of nights where you don't get much sleep. But you said yes, maybe not knowing fully, but knowing that this is going to be a, a tough yes, and your life is not easy. Your life is hard, and Isaiah's life is hard. But God's yes is far bigger, and he's going to pour it on. He's going to He's going to show you that his yes is really positive, really affirming, really wonderful, so that you'll never, ever want to regret saying yes, because he's just going to make it so worthwhile that you'll be very happy, very thankful. Okay? Okay. Yeah.
Janice, you weathered the storm. And he's brought you to, into a wonderful new place of peace. Many people in your situation would not have peace, but you have peace. And that's a wonderful thing to see. And uh, for you to walk in that. Yes. And uh, with, with such joy and with such freedom, you're not, you lost a husband. And yet, you're not mad at God. There's, there's no sign of that. I don't think you are, are you? You're not mad. You're just, you, you, you took it, and you came through, and now you're just healthier than ever, it seems to me. Because I knew you before. I knew you then, and I know you now. And if I could judge that, I'd say, you're very healthy. Yeah. Isn't that true? She's yeah. a prayer warrior in our, in our womb. How did you do that? Can, you know, do you want to say anything about it? Or, or you don't have to, but if you want to, you can. Okay. It's interesting that you should say that because um, I had uh, somebody come and paint on my wall. It says, Shalom to all who enter here. And before Don died, he prayed over the kitchen table. We have a really long kitchen table. It seats 12 easily. Uh -huh. And um, <clears throat> that the Lord would anoint that table to be a blessing after he left. And so we've had many meetings there for fr uh, friends and family um, over the years. And, um, and I've also had a place for um, people to come for respite in uh, my my back guest bedroom is always empty, and, and it's been there for Bethel students. Um, three, students you have. Oh, the, yeah, right. And then I've also had like three different ladies that have stayed with me over the years, you know. Um, and so I sort of have a little ministry going there. Usually women in transition that have wow. gone through like divorces or, wow. or they lost their job or they went through some other thing. Right now it's empty, but... Um, so I'm just waiting on the Lord. And the peace, um, uh, I guess it's because the Holy Spirit is there. When people come into the house, they say, it's so peaceful here. Mm. You know? That's and, wonderful. Uh, yeah, it is. That's it so is. wonderful. Well, well, glad to have you here, Janice, every week. I, I knew her years ago when she was at North Heights with her husband. And then she's coming alone, and she's full of joy. That's, that's, and it's so wonderful because it's only 10 minutes away. That's cool. That's <laughs> and I knew cool. it was a hand in a glove. The minute I sat down with Karen in the prayer ministry room when we meet at 9.30, I said, yes, this is where I belong. I know it. <laughs> okay, Laura, I had a kind of a funny picture for you and Steve. You were riding a stagecoach, and uh, you were having a good time, but it was bumpy. You know, it, you were out, out in the terrain, and, and you were kind of holding on for dear life. And, uh, but you, you were holding on, and you were enjoying the ride. And when you see that stagecoach, you know that there are times when there were, there were hits that were hurting. You know, and Steve is hurting now. But uh, I don't know much of your marriage, but there, there must have been some bumps there and some hurts. But out of that, you're still on the stagecoach, and you're still enjoying the ride, and you're, you're, you're uh, getting there. You know, wherever that stagecoach is going, you're going. 
and you're getting there. So, got any reflection? Can I, can I just say a prayer for Laura? I was thinking about you, Laura, after we prayed together. <clears throat> and, you know, she's teaching how many students? History? Oh, uh, history, can you say? Well, it, it, well, oh, sure, either, both. Oh. I, I just wanted to especially pray for that, yeah. Um, and when you said the stagecoach, well, I mean, that's definitely history. And I had, had uh, Laura uh, on my mind as we were uh, singing here. I said, I've got to pray for her. Mm. Uh, at the end, so I'll pray now, Lord, um, that you would allow her, as she's teaching these children, yes. these children are our future. And she is teaching them history and other subjects, but uh, even more than just teaching them the knowledge and the, uh, facts, she is teaching them character. So, uh, Lord, um, yeah, give her even more, even more uh, wisdom, strength, uh, yeah, discernment, everything that she needs poured into her, uh, strengthen her in body, soul, and spirit. Thank you, Father. Your thoughts, in Jesus' name, for your glory. Amen. And continue your healing and Steve. Yeah, uh, yes. Continue healing that healing, Steve. Lord. Okay. Rod, you're not a whiner. You're adjustable, and uh, your ability to adjust make things work. That didn't connect with you? Well, then I missed, I, either I missed that one or there's something that, that uh, God knows that you don't, you don't know. What? I didn't hear you. He's not a whiner. You read about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, reminds me of a time where a leader was in prophecy, and a guy walked into the room, and he saw on the guy's forehead greed in the spirit. And it's like, well, that's kind of a tough word, Lord. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> so before he said anything, he asked the Lord. He said, what do you want me to say to this guy? And he said, um, tell him he's an extravagant giver and speak that into his his heart and in the scripture you call this budding virtues and the lord calls out things he wants to do in your heart that you may not resonate with today but he wants to do within you so he said that to the guy he said you know i just see you as a extravagant giver one who's generous with his money one who loves to bless people financially and he just spoke it into his character and the guy said, well, gee, that's interesting. I've always thought myself as greedy. <laughs> so he would have resonated more with the word greedy. But in this case, the Lord wanted to call forth what he had put inside of him. And oftentimes when there's prophetic insights into a situation, there may be, I don't want to call it warfare, but there may be tension in those moments. So this could be one of those opportunities where the Lord is saying, no, I see you as adjustable as someone who is sensitive to the Holy Spirit, someone who is willing to 
do things that may feel uncomfortable naturally, but are what I'm calling you to do. And we read about it in Hebrews where it's, faith is the substance of things hoped for. In Song of Solomon, we call it budding virtues. So this could be one of those moments. Well, let's, let's, can we pray on that together? Uh, I see you, I, I see you as adjusting. Now, it may be hard to do that, but I don't see it as hard. I see you able to, to go with a variety of situations that maybe not be comfortable, but yet you manage to do it without making, making waves, which makes it easy to walk with you. It's not hard to walk with you. You're, you're easy to walk with. You're easy to work with. I mean, I, I see you around here doing stuff. So I want you to pray. And whatever it is, there may be something in there that God's working on. So uh, we'll, we'll, you okay with that? We'll just pray, pray on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Father, we just thank you for our brother. Um, just reminded of the Matthew 11 scripture from Jesus. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, Father, we just thank you that um, you make it easy for us to follow you. You make it an easy yoke, whereas others may make it hard and uncomfortable and, you know, just a situation where you're, there's, there's hard leaders and then there's leaders that are easy to follow. We thank you that you are like that. And we thank you that our brother is one who's tender to your leadership, who doesn't take a lot of nudging, who is an easy laborer, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So, Father, we thank you that you're the Lord of the harvest and that you uh, put an easy yoke around us and you love to lead us. You're a good shepherd and you lead us by into green pastures and you make us lay down into still or you make us lay down in green pastures and you lead us beside still waters. So, Father, we just pray Psalm 23 over our brother that um, goodness and mercy will follow him all of the days of his life as he follows the good shepherd and puts an easy yoke upon him, which is your leadership. And we thank you for that, and we ask you just for grace to walk this out, even if it, it may feel uncomfortable in the near term. We thank you that uh, if this is your will, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Good. One more. John? You are versatile, not only in fixing things, but you're versatile in relationships. And I'll tell you where I've seen this. You are usually one of the first to, to sit down with somebody who's kind of new, and you will uh, sit there for 45 minutes, and you will talk, and that you're engaging in conversation. And others don't, I don't think others know that, because you're not, you're, you're, you're not an extrovert in the sense that some are, that you're, you're, uh, uh, grabbing for conversation, but you're very good at it. I, I've seen that for years, where uh, I used to see it when we were at our house, and you'd sit down in the living room, and uh, at 1.30, when uh, everybody's gone, you're still talking to somebody. I've probably seen that 20 to 30 times, at least 30 times, because you're willing to engage with people, and there's a versatility about you that they're all different, but you're, you're the same, but yet you're managing to show interest and, and give them time. I wouldn't give, that, give people the kind of time that you give to people. I'm, I'm, I don't know what that says about me, but you're willing to give people time and attention. And 
So there are many times I can think of where I was going in the kitchen, I'm going to get something to eat, because John's still in there talking to people, and that was not a negative thing, that was a positive thing. Does that ring? Mm -hmm. I, I can show anybody how to put a toilet in <laughs> 10 minutes, you know? That, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. But what I'm saying is, that's not, that's not how I want to be known. I, I'd like to be known for, let, let's say, like what I said. Father, yeah. trying, to be a, trying to be a listener. I'm not saying yeah. I No, you're good at it. I'm trying to be a listener. You're, you are good at it. You are good at listening. He talks to anybody on the street. <laughs> That's, that's wonderful. Father, I thank you for John. I thank you that he's willing to listen as well as talk. He loves to talk, but he also is good at listening. And I thank you for that wonderful combination that you've put in him. And uh, so we have two people that we, uh, we haven't prayed for because I didn't know that they were going to be here. But let me see. How are we doing? on? Uh, we got a, a few minutes, don't we? So... Oh, Amy. Okay, Amy, come here. We, we want to, because I I uh, had something for Amy. Yeah, yeah. You. It's not. It's similar to John's in that you're a giver, not a taker. You're always willing to give, and you don't take. You're careful not to take from people, but you make it convenient for them more than yourself. You think of others, and you're not a drain on people. That's a wonderful thing that God has, God has put in you. Now, when I say these things, I, I didn't just think of them and then try to think of good thoughts. I, I prayed and asked God for a word, and God said, she's a giver, not a taker. And then I think about it. I say, yes, that is, that's true for Amy. So, yeah. I also say, when I saw you over there, uh, and, and as you were talking, I, I thought, yeah, there are people uh, in our church that we've known, and Amy has always been one to meet a need. And similar to actually uh, uh, John and Masumi and Rod and Sachiko, uh, that we've seen just, okay, there's a need, and, and meet it. And you've ha you have a tender heart. Of course, you've always been so kind and loving to our Naomi and... Uh, you know, you lost your mom how many years ago? 11 years ago. Yeah, and uh, you've been, you know, taking care of your sister. And uh, anyway, I, I know who you are, uh, just what you've done and what, who you, uh, who the Lord has um, made you. But we're, we appreciate you. That's what I wanted no, to say. No, pray over And Lord, so we pray those things over Amy. We thank you, Father, that you have created her to be so loving and giving and kind and we pray for uh, continued uh, encouragement to her soul yeah uh, yeah. yeah father without a mom and uh, for her future Lord that you would show her that you are there right beside her speak to her encourage her heart in Jesus name Okay, we've got Noreen and we've got Mikiko, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to ask somebody else to do it. So you guys look at Mikiko, look at Noreen, and if God gives you something for one of them, you, you pray it over them. 
Take a chance. Take a risk. I took some risk, didn't I? Now you, you do it. Oh, we haven't done one for Naomi either, so we've got to do that for Naomi. So, no, CJ is not here. You know, if, if you just start in praying, uh, whoever, you know, you start in praying and, and you're, you're listening, uh, you, you, can, you can practice this. You can learn how to... Okay, Karen, you got the well, mic. Yeah, Go for it. I, I, I mean, I, I wanted to, of course, uh, pray for Noreen because she's our neighbor, and I know, I know Noreen, so maybe that's... Go not for fair, it. but it's, Go for it's, it. Give her a good matter. word. <laughs> Lord, you see her uh, as such um, light. She is your light uh, as she uh, smiles. It is she is an encourager. And I saw the uh, same thing, a uh, rainbow. Extraordinary. Yeah, Just I mean, she's rainbow. encouraged uh, uh, Naomi so much. Naomi just runs over to her house. She's across the street from us. And... Um, Right from the beginning, uh, when she came over to our house, and uh, her, she has a soft heart. And Lord, um, encourage her heart. That's what I ask for. Encourage her heart more and more. May she feel your presence and your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Tender heart. Yeah. I just also heard that you had a tender heart before the Lord, and um, yeah, yeah, and just that 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 really moves Him, and He He loves that about you. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, for Mikiko, I'm gonna start praying, and if anybody sees anything, be open to uh, share it with her, either now or later. Thank you for bringing. Mikiko here today. Lord, thank you that uh, she's here purposefully to receive what uh, was shared and to receive something for her that she's made in your image, God. She's godly. She's like you. She's made in your image. There's something uh, specifically godly about that and that she cares for people she she doesn't uh, tear people down she doesn't have a critical spirit she has a positive spirit thank you that that uh, she brings life into a setting when she comes there is more life there's there's more of you there's there's more desire for you she can pull that out of people because just of who she is without even saying anything and I saw uh, right away as I was walking towards her, well, something that I've known, but it was a stronger word uh, and picture that you're standing on God's word. Uh, you love to read his word. At your, the, I see your Bible right here, underlined in different colors. And, and when we've had Bible study together, um, uh, you know, we've just known she, she loves uh, uh, your word, Lord. And you have seen that. You have seen that, how much she loves you. And she has been a strength to her family. Yes, her husband, of course, loves your word, too. And raising three teenage boys when her husband has been gone um, here and there and uh, 
she has been very stable. She has stability because of you. Thank you, Father. his face to shine on you be gracious to you the lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen and we're going to bring a word to naomi and to grandma so we've got two more to go and then we'll have lunch together then i think that then we've got the uh, place pretty well covered one more prophecy you think it's the end of the world. There's more stuff happening in the past just two weeks that makes all of us concerned. I mean, we're, we have to be in the end times. I mean, we, we, I mean that's that kind of problem. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a really big one. But a yeah, yeah. If, if there were prophets alive today, I don't know what they'd be saying to our nation. Well, that's worth listening to and asking the Lord. Lord, are we in? The last of the last. We know we're in the last days. Since the cross, we've been in the last days. But we may be in the last of the last. So. Well, Paul, don't you think when we're listening to different prophetic words, uh, prophetic men, uh, Christian leaders, they are saying that. And so, you know, we don't have fear because God is on our side. And he's asked us not to fear. We've talked about that many times. Um, but I, I believe that's true, that we are uh, in the end of the end times. Um, and I wanted to say something about Naomi. Uh, and even though I've known her since she was, I don't know how old, Naomi, uh, our cabins were close to each other in Japan in the summers. And, but then, then we didn't know each other for a long time, a long time. And I named our Naomi after her because Na the word... <laughs> Name Naomi means pleasant. Naim. I'll probably get choked up. <laughs> I've been very You'll thankful. probably get choked up. I knew <laughs> that was coming. I've been very thankful for Naomi. Um, <clears throat> just who she is. And uh, she has uh, trusted in the Lord all these years. And uh, when she came today, every time she comes, you encourage me, Naomi, and it's the Lord in you, but it's you. You have been giving, giving, giving so much. She's been taking care of a missionary um, kid. Is that the way we talk about it? We are missionary kids, too, because our parents are missionaries. Uh, a special needs uh, daughter. And so, Lord, I want to just uh, pray that you would... Strengthen Naomi in body, soul, and spirit. If she is an intercessor that feels um, like the pain of her friend that's in the hospital right now with COVID. And as we were praying for her, Carol, we pray that Lord Naomi would not carry such a heavy burden. She, she knows, she knows that you are carrying it too. But Lord, you have allowed her to be the intercessor. And she has interceded for so many people. And we thank you, Father, for who she is. Yes. 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 